This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point. And if you can hear it in my voice, uh, the Caps actually won more than one game this week. So I'm kind of happy about that. And so are my not one, but two uh, lovely uh, co-partner presenters this week. Of course, it's the beginning weekend of Women's History Month. So we'll get into the significance of that. A lot of action right here in the DMV helping to celebrate that. Uh, of course, uh, my uh, erstwhile and wonderful, beautiful uh, forever partner um, who's going to never laugh at my jokes as long as I live, but that's okay because that's part of our charm. The one and only mermaid live from Center- Centerville, Virginia, Anna Knox. Hey, hey, what's going on, gal? Not too bad. Uh, yeah, doing good. Uh, hopefully you are as well. Um, yeah. So now that the, the well, again, a, a fabulous Sunday afternoon. I spent the weekend on the deck, so um, well, before, I can't complain. Before I forget, because uh, yes. I know that I probably will, because uh, um, I'm, I'm having uh, a lot of senior moments lately, even though I've never been to Mexico. But uh, happy early birthday to you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yep, it's on, uh, on Friday and uh, looking forward to it. Just actually sent my daughter um, off with her three best guy friends to an escape room uh, with my husband. <laughs> because it was one of the you know it's funny when you sit down and people are like oh i love puzzles i love uh challenges i'm like nope (laughs) i don't so i would like probably be stuck in that escape room forever so there although i did find like a creepy one that i'm like that would be kind of cool but uh they (laughs) they opted to do some like joker theme or whatever so yeah so i was like all right go go do you and have a great 12th birthday and um, we'll end celebrating her. And then it goes into my celebration for the week. <laughs> nice. As much, as much as you can, but you know what? Why not? If, I mean, birthdays to me are, that's it. Like you consider the alternative. So you, you embrace it. Who cares how old you are? You just rock it. And um, I look forward to, yeah, who knows? I usually get some very amusing cards from my students so that always makes uh makes my day when i'm like oh there's a picture of me oh god i need a haircut or something (laughs) (laughs) or i need to not wear sweatshirts or something because they're like look at you uh but yeah it's it's uh it's a good time so i hope you're uh you're all doing well how are you adjusting to the school scene on your end 
Uh, not not bad. I mean, it's 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 a lot less uh, to borrow a phrase uh, from uh, last week's co-host uh, Lorenzo. Uh, a lot less helter skelter than my old job. So uh, that's Hi, actually Eddie. taking a, a bit of getting used to. Um, but eh, not not too bad. Uh, I I mean, it, I don't work from home anymore. So that's also going to take some getting used to. So is getting up at the ass crack of dawn. But oh. eh, not, yeah, not to too bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but all in all, not oh, so oh. bad. It's a living. Good. I'm so glad. this being, again, this being the uh, opening weekend of Women's History Month, we want to hear from uh, our female listeners and fellow Caps fans uh, as to how the team is doing and about the women's game and, and other topics you might have about hockey and other things in general, if you like. So, uh with us uh, this week, you've heard her quite a few times, uh, friend of the show and a great contributor, uh, Cheryl Ann Forster, C4 as we love to call her here, call, call her all the time, and uh, you know why, I'm not going to say why. C4, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, like Anna, enjoying this weather. I was outside earlier. It's so nice. It is so it's nice, but I, I, I kind of have a feeling we are going to get hit with at least one good snow before this is all done with. But yeah, push it off yeah. as long as we can. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping not, since <laughs> yeah, driving driving in snow is to me about as fun as you know, sitting on a seat full of nails. And uh, mm. yeah, that's yeah, that no, I, I don't I've want to see done, but that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I well, I'm not painful. speaking from personal experience, thank goodness. <laughs> but yeah, and driving in the snow, that's a whole, I mean, I always feel like, uh, honestly, uh, once I got not even not even here, like, oh, I moved to Virginia and the drivers are the worst because, like, I came from California, so it's like <laughs> the drivers yeah. are very self centered, but um. I feel like here it's like this gradual thing where it's like, you know, you get that drop or so on your, on your windshield and like, God forbid, like all like asshole driver maneuvers have to come out and it's oh, like, yeah. okay, everyone slams on their brakes. Yeah. It's like no lights, no, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But then like, God, you put that snow out there and it's like, there's always that one person that's like going to pass you and you're like, Dude, like we're in a residential neighborhood. Do you have to pass me in your truck? Um, but yeah, driving the snow stresses me out. So I'm like, nope, I'm I'm good. I'll just not. I'll yeah. call in sick if I have to. Yeah, <laughs> I, not, I not, like, I'm looking forward to that. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I like snow as long as I don't have to go anywhere. Like if I'm sitting yeah. in the house yeah. with my blanket, curled up on my couch with a good book and a nice hot cup of tea, I'm good. Yeah, that's when you go gotta anywhere. like put on ten thousand layers of clothes. I'm like, fuck, there's too much, mm. too many clothes. That's why I hate shovel it. Shovel the driveway, clothes. shovel the. Oh deck. god, yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Nope. <laughs> yeah, not not fun. Not fun at all. Not not for me, thanks. <laughs> um, so, uh, in honor of of <clears throat> of this month, um, I'd I'd like to uh, well, I I listened to uh, some past seasons episodes about uh we we've this is the third year where we've celebrated this and uh there's actually two women's professional hockey leagues believe it or not and we kind of lean towards one of them because i thought they were more 
I'm doing, you can't see it, but I'm doing the air quotes with my fingers, established. Um, but in the spirit of equal time, uh, and since they were you know, gracious enough to hold uh, a really nice event here in uh, the DMV in, uh, in uh, MCI, the uh, MedStar Caps Iceplex, uh, this, both last year and this year, they just wound it up today, in fact, uh, the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association. Um, so uh, I'll go ahead and read you their mission statement. Their goal is to promote, advance, and support a single viable professional women's ice hockey league in North America that showcases the greatest product of women's professional ice hockey in the world. And so, I mean, how, how can you not love that, especially if you've caught you know, the, the women's hockey tournaments at least the past couple uh, Olympiads, uh, there, there are some great teams. It's not just Canada and the U.S. anymore. Um, Switzerland's got a good team. Sweden's got a good team now. Finland, they're starting to catch up. And I, I would dare say that you know th- those countries probably are going to be on equal footing very, very soon. Um, so it, yeah. it's going to it's going to open up, up a, a lot. But there are. You know, the women's game is growing by leaps and bounds. We want to do them justice this month as much as we can for a, a, a itty-bitty little bot podcast that we are. The um, uh, rest of their mission statement goes like this. They want to provide a unified voice to players' advocation for creation of a sustainable professional league. Basically, uh, this was born out of frustration with the established league, uh, now called the Premier Hockey Federation. Uh, one of one of the players in question, Hillary Knight, even went so far as to call it a glorified beer league. And basically, they said, "Look, you know, we're not getting paid a livable wage. The, the conditions are awful. Uh, we're not being given a chance to grow the game. We're not being given a chance to advertise the game." And I get that. I totally get that. Um, I'm still kind of iffy on the splitting of the resources. That's my big beef with, you know, the two different groups. But I I love it that, you know, hey, look, these these women want to say, look, things can be better. And this is our way of saying it. And the way they're saying it is, you know, the top level talent got together and decided, okay, well, we're not going to, you know, we're going to take our show on the road. We're not going to be anchored to one one location. They don't have teams based in location. They have sponsored teams. Like one of them is Team Scotiabank, for example. And another another one of them is Team Adidas. So they go all around North America and uh, to places like D.C. And this this year uh, they had another, uh, it was, it's called the uh, Secret, Secret is the sponsor. It's called the, uh, the Secret Green, uh, Dream Gap Tour. Um, and uh, so they had a stop in D.C. and they played uh, uh, several games this this season, and uh, the the Iceplex was filled to capacity. And I'm hoping so next year yeah. they can keep it in the D.M.V. and maybe get get a bigger venue to to host that. But yeah, they actually had I heard they had to turn people away because yeah, they they sold out both days. So yeah, that that's great to hear. Oh, that's awesome. That is yeah, awesome. So, yeah, so we, we want to do them justice to, uh, you know, to kind of give some lip service to that. Um, I mean, not much more that we can do being a, a, a little podcast, but, you know, we want to celebrate them. Um, no, well, year round, but uh, of course, give them their due now that it's it is it is March and they're actually getting into their championships. Uh, both leagues are they're, they're, in a few weeks. They're going to decide the champions of the season. So. Um, everything's ramping up in that regard. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, 
watch watch your uh, watch your women's hockey if if you can because it's it's a treat. Uh, I I caught most of the games in this series, so uh, I, I I think it's it's great action. And uh, you know if you look, I mean. I, I have three girls of my own, two, two, well, two, one of my own, two I inherited. And now, uh, you know, that, that turns you when, when you're a dad, that turns you into, you know, something of, of, of uh, an advocate for equality real fast. And when they see something like that and say, dad, why can't I do something like that? You know, what, what, what are you going to say? You got to tell them, well, if you really, really want to, yes, you can go out there and do what they're doing. And and mm-hmm. I, so I think it's I think it's great that, uh, you know, they're they're advocating for, you know, that, look, that they're, they're not they're not saying, hey, we want millions of dollars. They did, All they're saying is, you know, a, a livable wage. A lot of these women work two jobs as it is on top of their hockey schedule. So I mean, that's ridiculous. They shouldn't have to do that. Think, so, especially in this day and age. So it's like, yeah. you know, what? come on, they're kick ass and let's support them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I, I mean, I, that's all they're asking for. Is that they're they are among the top athletes in the world. You know, give, give them their due. If it's not your cup of tea, fine, don't watch. But I, I think if you're a fan of hockey, you should definitely give them some time. So um, agree. The thing, the thing of it is going to be, you know, logistics like you know, playing time and equipment and affordability and all that. But you know that there, there's a every problem has a solution. So is is my thought on that so just wanted to give them some equal time here and and celebrate them so if uh if um, uh, you on the other side of the earbuds of speakers what have you uh you are a, uh, a female fan or perhaps a player uh you want to come on and share your experience you are more than welcome to do so we'd love to hear from you and um i to that end um i'm i'm uh, going to drop a little bomb at the end of the episode if I can remember, but um, yeah, the next, next week's going to be uh, something special, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to the end of this episode. Um, so um, speaking of this episode, <laughs> it's, it was only two games that we'll cover, but one of them was the game up in Buffalo. That was uh, not so nice to see, but uh, C4, I understand you made the trip all the way up there to go see that. Can you talk about what that was like? I did. It was it was actually very different than DC. Um, first of all, DC does or Buffalo does not have the metro system we have, so um, getting there was a bit of a challenge because I was actually up in Lockport visiting a friend. And uh, we went to the game together with his father, actually, was with us. So that was really fun. That was, it was all good. Um, but the, the trans- but once you got to Key Bank Center, they still do, you know, Cap Center, you just kind of walk in, and if they see something, they'll push you aside, and you just got to do your ticket. They still have the whole full-on check your bag, walk to the medical, that is, thing but it was very very efficient we got in there very quickly um the setup is different they don't have like we have the 100 the 200 and then the 400 with the club level in between they basically have three levels and we were kind of in the corner on the 300s about halfway up and it but the atmosphere was 
also very different. I mean, not that they didn't cheer their fans on and stuff, but it was it it was quieter. If that makes sense, the crowd wasn't quite as raucous as it gets sometimes in DC. Hmm. So, not that it wasn't fun; it was a lot of fun. Um, but it's just it was. I don't think it's as big an arena as DC. So, like when you went out to to get food, or you the lines weren't as long. But the fans were great. Um, and actually, there were probably I would say almost a third of the people we saw were actually Cap fans. Um, we saw a lot of Capitals jerseys uh, there, and actually, the sitting behind us were two or three Caps fans. But um, yeah, they were great. They weren't rude. They were, you know, there was a lot of good, you know, good-hearted joking around and stuff like that. But uh, once Buffalo got going, though, it did get a little louder. I mean, everyone thought it was six, one, two, three, four, five, six. We want seven. So, you know, that kind of stuff was going on. Yeah, they got but seven, all right. They got seven. They got, then they started going, we want eight. So, but, um, and actually it was kind of, it was actually kind of nice to see though, because Marcus was saying, and he's been several games up there with his dad because his dad's a favorite fan. So they go, when the Caps come to town, they try to go together at least once. Um, so he's been to several games up there and he was saying he's never seen it this lively. Um, or he's it's been a long time since the crowd is into the game as they were that afternoon. So it was fun to see. I mean, it's nice to see a different, perspective or have a different view of a game because I this is my first away game for the, ever for the Caps so um, I'm glad it was a good experience uh, a friend of mine's trying to talk me to go to Pittsburgh later this month and I'm like mm, no <laughs> yeah that's a no, no that's, a, mm, that's a big that's, no that's a hard, hard no, no. <laughs> it's, it's bad enough going when we're in DC yeah no that's good. I mean, I kind of I kind of feel like uh, Buffalo would have, uh, with all their history, would have uh, you know a you know, a nice a nice barn to go to, be be a good experience. Yeah. Um, probably, oh. I, I've I've often heard that if it's if it's quieter, that means that doesn't mean that they're interested. Far from it. That it just means they're no, they're, they're actually paying attention. Paying, I mean, yeah, paying more attention are, these, to the game. These fans know their team. Yeah, these fans know their team. And it's funny because I was talking to a guy, I was waiting in line for a beer at intermission and I was talking to the guy behind me. And I mean, these guys know their team and, um, and better than some of our fans claim they know our team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but these are fans too, uh, but the fan base, these, you can tell these people have been fans for a long time, Yeah, you know? And um, yeah, actually, I've been informed that when, not if, but when Buffalo makes the playoffs, I'm my butt up there for a playoff game. So I'm like, okay. Nice. <laughs> oh, why not? It wouldn't, well, look, there, there, you know, obviously there's there's a six team log jam for the lot, the last two spots. But yeah, it it oh, kind of yeah. wouldn't surprise me that you know if and when they do make the playoffs because of. Well, yeah. overall, how how well they're playing. So, yeah, that, I yeah. mean, it, it's kind it's actually kind of nice for them to have something to to, to watch and believe in, you know. Mm -hmm. As long as that that franchise yeah. has had problems, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's good. That's and, good. That and, go ahead. 
you know, and another thing I noticed too is, and I don't know how well you saw it on TV, but our guys look tired. Yes, they did. Yeah. They they kind of laid it all out on the ice on Saturday. They played hard on Saturday. They really did. They played really hard on Saturday. They they had to play hard to beat the Rangers, and it was very physical on Saturday. And um, I mean, Strom saved a goal for Christ's sake, but um, <laughs> but yeah, they did. But you could tell by the way they were sitting on the bench; they were kind of draped over the railing. I mean, they just looked tired. I mean, not that they didn't play hard as they could, but they were tired. Well, I I mean that that game, you know, I I think they started pretty well, but yeah, it was evident that they they ran out of gas. And yeah. yeah, it just by by the middle of the second period, you knew, you know, whatever energy they had was was pretty much gone. So I, I actually wasn't surprised that they had all the trouble they had. Um, yeah, so, well, I had a feeling that game wasn't going to go well anyway, yeah. just because how well Buffalo had been playing, I didn't expect it to go <laughs> quite as badly as it did, but. That's okay. All in all, it was a great time and great experience. I mean, yeah, the Caps lost, but I'm glad I went up there. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great to hear. So, uh, yeah, we'll mark uh, Key Arena as uh, as a possible destination in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So the the two games that were actually uh, uh, played or covered, we're going to cover. Um, first one. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to slough off either one of them. So we're going to try to go through both of them um, as efficiently as we can. Um, I'll be honest. Um, like I said, I have to now get up at the ass crack of dawn for my new job. And I wasn't looking forward to staying up, um, beyond midnight and, and, and even more to watch a game against what I consider to be the worst team in the league, the joke of the league. And yeah, uh, I, especially when it was entirely possible that they would lose to the joke of the league. Well, I was pleasantly surprised, but man, did this game seem like it was going to take forever to play. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, our favorite um, foreign defenseman um, and our favorite Scottish Caps fan who loves to say his name, <laughs> Fedavari, Fedavari. Fedavari. Opened, <laughs> opened the score Sorry, at 8 yeah, at, at 8.58, uh, stakes the Caps to the lead. That's his fifth. Uh, McElrath, one of the assists on that one. I was a little surprised at that. And then uh, Troy Terry, about uh, four minutes later, ties it. Um, no goals in the second period. And then who gives the Caps a lead? Eight seconds into the third. I love it. Uh, caught yeah. the Ducks napping. Tom Wilson, who's been on a tear ever since, he's obviously, look, obviously he's gotten his legs back, took him some time, but I, I love it that he's, 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 you know, getting his game back. He's feeling it again. And he's just yeah. a freaking badass. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's like, right he is, back. he is everything that we needed and there was no yes. like, oh, right. let's get him back in there. He, he has come pain train. Whip you, whatever you want to call him, uh, my boyfriend, whatever. But he is, he is there and showing up and giving like exactly what this team needed. I mean, come on. Yeah. So yeah. So the knuckle shot. Well, you know, we don't have to get into that. But um, man, I'm so happy for my Tommy. 
So happy. yeah, oh yeah, he he was right back to where where we need him to be. He you know it, it, score, fight, win. That that's what he's all about, and it's exactly what he did in this game. And you know, I thought, okay, well, if they just he scores, I think, okay, well that that's the exclamation point um, from the looks of it anyway. But you know, I figured, okay, well, he's, he scores and he, you know, he gives them the lead and then he gets in that fight. I think, okay, they're beaten. It's done. It's over. No, that uh, four seventeen in the third, that snothead, uh, Trevor Zegras. I'm sorry. I hate him. I absolutely, you know, you, you got, Anna, I know you, you got a thing for Ryan Reeves and, and March so, and, and a uh, couple of other guys, um, this guy, <laughs> this guy is number one on my hit list. Yeah, I, I, I more than Sebastian Aho. More than Aho, yeah. Wow, Aho. Wow, that says a lot. Well, Aho has a little bit of class. This guy has less than zero class. This guy is a punk and a half. Right. Well, he did get that. What is it? The then unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually, <laughs> I was glad there was no scoring in the second because I actually nodded off for a, some fits in the second. So I, I missed most of that period. I didn't see what he did. He was mouthing off at the ref. Uh, probably. He was probably whining about something that he shouldn't have. But Ola I saw him. All Crosby, except for he's not Crosby, so he got put in the box. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No tears. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 but I did see when he scored this goal, and he did, he did this stupid celebration where he was wagging his tongue or something like that, and I'm like, okay, what, what is this all about? Okay, big deal. You scored twenty goals, and once upon a time you did the Michigan. So what? You are not hot shit. Guess what? You know, play, play another year, maybe, maybe. But yeah, well, I don't know. On that team, he is hot shit. Well, which, which, I'm sorry. Maybe not but that, for the rest of the league. That not doesn't yeah. say a whole lot. Not to me. I I didn't say it did. I just made the observation. Uh, I know, but I, yeah, no. I, I He's officially my most hated hockey player because, yeah, I he, he thinks he's a lot better, better than he is. And, you know, I, I've never agreed with John Tortorella in my life, but. Yeah, I, I think he called him an embarrassment once, and yeah, sorry, but I, I'm going to have to go with torts on that one. Yeah. So anyway, Mark this uh, day in the history books. Yeah. Well, <laughs> first for everything, I guess. Uh, so <laughs> game is tight and uh, ends regulation tight, and I'm thinking, oh god, do I have to stay up even longer to watch this stupid thing? Watch yeah. them try to beat this this, this crappy ass team and. Thankfully, um, Mr. Wilson once again rode to our rescue and ended the sucker 69 minutes in mm-hmm. on and, – and oh, it couldn't have been – given what I, who I just talked about, couldn't have ended any, any better, really, because – okay, so here's yeah. how the play went. It was a busted play. Wilson picks up the puck at center and, and starts steaming towards the net, and <laughs> – his check on the play was Zegras, and mm-hmm. he just he quit. He didn't want any part of forty three. None oh, of it. No. He gave up and just let him skate right on by on on Gibson, and he he 
shot it on net and then got the rebound and bounced back on his stick and poked it between his legs. End of game. And yeah, couldn't have been happier for it because that, that was the, the, the perfect ending to this game. Yeah. I actually recorded it and watched it. I actually watched it yesterday morning. This is why I record these things. I don't have to stay up till the middle of the night. But Oh, I could um, I didn't see it. <laughs> no, I watched it yesterday, but yeah, I was like boom. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't Tom, play badly at all. I mean Gibbs no, no, they have not they figured out how and and Gibson is not the best goaltender in the league, but for whatever reason, he gets in our head and we can't figure him out. I mean, we had 39 shots on goal and only three went in. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I, I mean, can't figure, I can't figure that out for the crazy. life of me. It should have been five, you know, at least four or five, but. Yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, we just can't solve Gibbs. I think we've had trouble with him in the past. I mean, we just cannot solve Gibson. There are just certain goaltenders that we just cannot solve for whatever reason. Yeah, I think uh, this this was their first win in Anaheim in like two, three years or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah, no, I I look, I'm just glad they came away with the win. I don't care how they got it. I don't, yeah, let them have the well, loser point. The, what are they going to do with it? Nothing. Right. So, well, the other thing I noticed too is we were getting in front of the net a lot more. Yes, definitely. Last few games. I mean, started even in New York from going back from the Rangers game, we were getting in front of the most of the a lot of those shots were not coming from the perimeter like they used to. They were coming from closer in. We were actually trying to get in there to get the rebounds and make those shots. So I don't know what's changed. I'm not gonna question it. I'm gonna hope it keeps going. We'll see what happens. It's but, as if somebody waved a magic wand and said, You will go to the net and shoot the puck. Maybe somebody had to come to Jesus talk in the locker room with the guys. Hopefully. I don't know. Well, but. that that's very interesting that you say that because that might have been what happened in the second period of our next game, um, which um, started off very crappily, if that mm-hmm. is a word. Um, yeah. Beyond that's okay. I don't know what happened between then and now, but, um, well, the Caps found their way to San Jose and did not act like they wanted to be there. Um, yeah, power play goal to start. It yeah. didn't start. Well, no, no, they, it did start badly because they were badly outshot in the first period. 20. Yeah. Uh, I, I say again, 20. I'm not joking. 20 shots from San Jose. 20. That's a two with a zero behind it. 20 shots given and up in the first period, and the Caps got all of how many? Five. Four. Five. Five, yeah. Four, four would have been better because <laughs> for, 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 the, you know, for what they were putting out. I don't know what happened, but, yeah, just all kinds of flat, and I thought, okay, here we go again. No effort against this team for whatever reason, and yeah. – like okay, I I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen here, but maybe maybe it's all these all the new guys in the lineup just getting ready and and getting you know used to things. Okay, I'll cut them some slack here. And then came the second period, and it was more of the same to start for the first couple minutes, and then and then they started coming to life. 
And mm -hmm. I, I was talking with I was talking with a, a, a Twitter buddy of mine, Jeff Kravitz, about it. And you know, he was he was like, well, do you think maybe they had a players only meeting in the second period and just said, you know, F it with the strategy we're being given. Let's just we're pros. Let's just go to the net and do our thing. And I said, yeah, yeah that might have been what happened because oh. that, that that's they what they look it. like. Yeah, and it's well. I mean, okay. So let me quickly go over all of the goals in this in the second period. Um, the one of the new guys, wow. Craig Smith, Smitty, uh, who I like by the way, but I, yeah. I kind of wish we could keep him, but mm, it's not going to happen. No, um, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, he puts a caps on the board with his fifth. Stroman Milano on the assist on that one, eight forty six, and then um, Obey Kubel his third. Uh, Sherry and Dowd on the assist on that one. Um, that that was at eleven thirty. That ties the score, and then we have a Matt Irwin sighting. <laughs> one and only. The one and yeah. only. The first of the year, probably the only goal he's going to get this year. And if he gets another one, I swear to God, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. Right. Um, uh, the uh, Carlson, not the Carlson you think, uh, with the primary assist, Nobe Kubel with his second point on that one. That's at fifteen twenty-eight. That gave the Caps the lead. Smith gets his second. This was the disputed one, and I like the way he got in the ref's face. It's like the hell it went off my hand. It went off my stick. Actually, it went off. Yeah. Um, well, maybe another stick, not not uh, not his hockey stick, but some other stick from the replay I saw, but. It's all good. Not going to get into too much detail there. You you fill in the lines, and um, that that was that would be the eventual game winner and a McNugget minute goal to boot. So uh, hope hope you're enjoying that. Hope you enjoyed that uh, today. You right. fans of McDonald's, I'm still not a fan of McDonald's. Um, and then we go on to the third period. T.J. Oshie, they get on the power play. This was that power play. This was the one, I think this was the one they gave that uh, got the coach thrown out. And uh, yeah. yeah, that one. I, I I didn't see that coming at all. But I, I didn't see like, it coming oh, at all. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. Look, I don't understand. I think the guy was really trying to just wish the the ref would would have like a more wholesome life because i think he was trying to suggest that he should eat more shit taki mushrooms maybe mm. and, yeah or, or, or and, make sure his uh, house was clean. maybe um house was clean and and, and vacuum more vacuum more uh, yeah there's that but i mean i honestly yeah, like i i think i've expected that oh. from like Torts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't see it from this. I was like, holy shit. Like, he just lost it. And I was like, my he God. Was... And like, we're not even like a huge rival with the Sharks. I think, I don't know if that's just like their season sucking um, frustration, but man, lose it. I was like, and you're out. All right. Bye. Holy shit. I was like, I was I was actually kind of laughing. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" He was he was just like, "F the," I mean, just "F you, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you." He wouldn't like, stop. No, oh. I'm on the phone with I'm on the phone with Marcus, and we're both going, "Oh my god, what is going on here?" Wait, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that that's was, what got him. That's what got him kicked out. He he wouldn't stop, yeah. you know, because because the refs will let you go generally until they have to skate over and drop the puck. And he was apparently loud enough that they could hear him still right, right before they well, were going to drop the puck. I and, was actually, 
Yeah, I was actually surprised that they left the camera on him for so long because anyone who could read yeah. lips knew exactly what he was saying. Right. <laughs> vacuum. Well, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was uh, still convinced he was trying to sell him a vacuum, and and you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or maybe a few ducks. You know? Yeah. 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 As, uh, or, or yeah. Just uh, were the sharks not the not the effing ducks or f ducks or mm, uh, something like that? Yeah. Maybe something. Maybe something like that. So, uh, but you know, if if you say the wrong things to a ref, you you're going to get kicked out. That that's what happened. Um, so mm -hmm. Oshi gets his 16th on the power play uh, at 5:50. The route's pretty much on at this point. Um, uh, the captain and uh, one of the new guys, Rasmus Sandin. Uh, on the assist on that one, that was actually that would actually be his second assist of the night. Uh, we'll get to mm -hmm. the the new guys in a minute here, uh, and then uh, Sharks got their last goal uh, four minutes later, and then um, Ovechkin got two back to back. Um, his thirty fourth and thirty fifth uh, of the year, so uh, forty goal watch for him, and uh, the other Carlson. And uh, Tom Wilson assisted on the first one. Uh, another new guy, Vincent Iorio, got his first ever NHL point in his first ever NHL game. Uh, Sandine on the secondary assist. And then Strong closed out the scoring with um, the mini Cookie Monster assisting once again. So good game all around for uh, everyone in red, white, and blue, um, except for one guy. And I was uh, I was discussing this with uh, Mrs. Blue Liner, and she was like, when I told her this, she was like, you know what? I'm surprised, but I shouldn't be. And I'm looking up and down the score sheet. There was one player, one player who out of if you look at up and down the plus minus, only one player on the Caps registered a minus after all of that. Any guesses as to who that was? Number 39. Ding, 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 ding. Give that lady a chicken dinner or a cigar or whatever the hell she wants, <laughs> because right on the nose, Anthony Mantha. Mantha. Yep. Yeah, not he doing was... it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not feeling the Ant-Man anymore, uh, or Man uh -huh. Ray, if, if, if you follow a, a certain other partner podcast. But yeah, it, no, I, I, I am done with him. Uh, I'm going to say it right now. Um, I think the it, it's going to cost them, and he's not going to completely come off the books. But if it is all possible, let them buy him out, and it's it's yeah. going to cost a ton of money. But let them buy him out over the off season because right now all he is doing is taking a roster spot away from somebody who is far more deserving. And I I hate I, I don't like calling out players, but I'm sorry this guy deserves it. He's he's done and. I get that. Look, sometimes something goes on in your life where maybe you're not 100% there mentally. I get that. And if that's what's going on, then maybe he needs to step away from the game and mm -hmm. figure something out. Um, he just had a baby last year. I'm, I'm not saying that's, you know, I'm not, look, I'm not going to say that's a correlation, but, you know, you're, you're a new father that, trust me, it, it weighs on you. You know, if you're yeah. anything of a good father, it, it'll weigh on you. So maybe mm -hmm. something's going on there. I don't know. But his mind is clearly not in the game and he's not doing his job. He's not doing any team any favors by being <laughs> out there. Least of all himself. He's doing 
himself no favors because if he doesn't pay attention to what he's doing, he's going to get clonked in the head and risk a long-term injury. So, I mean, if it's that bad where he doesn't want to be out there, maybe he just needs to step away from the game a bit. And yeah, if he yeah. go, you know, if he's better for it, great. You know, but I, I, I think he's he's a waste of a resource on this team, and he, I, I really hope they buy him out because it, it's it's just not working. It, it's and it's hor- horribly obvious that it's not working with him. And a, a buyout is is the best and only option in my eyes. I really hope that they don't consider yeah. that and do that. So he's he's not a free agent or anything at the end of this year. No, he's not. He's got one year left on his contract. One year. Next okay. year, it, next year is the last year of his contract, and he has a six point five million dollar salary. The cap hit is something like a million less than that. The actual cap hit is a little bit less, but his salary, what they're actually paying him, is six five. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's no, that's yeah, that that I'm done. I, I'm done with him. I it was great when he started, yeah. and you know he showed some flashes of of you know being the guy we thought we were getting. But I, right now I, I'm done. Yeah. Well, ever since that, he came back from that shoulder injury, he's just been nothing. He's not been the yeah. same. Nope. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's he's afraid to get hurt or or what it is. But you know, he's he's a but bigger guy. But you can't guy. be that that size. And, you know, and, and what the team expects of him and, and be timid, you know, it's like this, well, if you're to come back and we're going to pay you this, this is what we expect you to do. You you can't be the gentle giant out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he is a big guy. And I think we had high hopes. And and then once that injury, it was like, yeah, done. Unfortunately, 39, you're just, you know, not living up to it. Mm -hmm. So no. We'll no, see. so no. yeah, so I, I think, I think the, the sooner the better, and I, I don't think they can waste any more time on him, when you know there, there's other guys that can do a lot better. So I'm, I'm really hoping that that's one of the moves they make this off season is to just flat out buy him off and just release him. Say, okay, we're we're done. Good luck. Wish you well, but mm-hmm. yeah, your time up. Your time's up here. Um, yeah. So speaking of their next move. Um, well, let, let's briefly go over what they did do. So last week, uh, Orlov and Hathaway gone um, for uh, several draft picks, including the extra first rounder that we ended up flipping. Mm-hmm. And Craig Smith, mm-hmm. we got back in return. And uh, the other major moves were uh, Johansson to Minnesota for a th- – a third rounder. I forget if it was a second or third rounder that they got back for him. Third. Uh, okay, so third rounder. Um, Eller got moved to Colorado for a third rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, a future third rounder. A future, right? A future third rounder and yeah. uh, twenty twenty five for that yeah. year. Uh, so, um, and but the big one was uh, Gustafson and the first rounder that they got in the Boston deal for Sandine. And I think they got another pick back along with Sandine, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I, I can't remember, but 
Um, no, 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 not. I remember mm-hmm. now because because it was just Sandine and the first. My first gut reaction was like one guy for a body and a pick, and I don't mind saying when I saw that. I went a little ape shit because one guy, I don't care how young and touted he is, one guy for a pick and a body, uh, especially a body that, you know, might, even though he's on the wrong side of 30, might actually help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was more than a little iffy on that. But after actually seeing him play, I think I'm I'm changing my tune um, because Rasmus Sandin is – very much as advertised and more. Yeah. And uh, I, I I love what he brought to the table. Yes, I get that it's only one game. Um, I get that, you know, it, very small sample size. But if this is what we can expect, at least on some small scale, you know, if he's somewhat consistent to that level, then, yeah, great. And, you know, who knows? I I... I kind of doubt it, but who knows? You know, it may be possible that Gustafson resigns with the Caps in the off season. I don't know that it'll happen, but you know, I I was I was kind of disappointed that it was it was him that they dealt. But if that was the price, if that was the price of business, then you know that that that's fine. But I, I'm glad they didn't. You know, they they could have gone. The direction they could have gone is, of course, uh, Jacob Chikrin was the big prize in the deadline deal. I'm I'm really glad they didn't go that route and pay the price that Arizona was asking with multiple draft picks in in yeah. in, in the high rounds. I'm I'm really glad that that didn't that you know that wasn't the route they ran. I was really, you know, Marcus and I both, you know, when we were in the chat room, we were both kind of afraid of that. Um, right. G- given that this year's draft is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, Yeah. I'm so glad we didn't do that. That would yeah. have been, you can't, and I said it and, and I know you've seen me say this a couple times and I don't know if you said it, you can't trade the future for the now. I mean, I'm not saying write the season off completely. I think, you know, at this, like you said, Gil, there's five or six teams fighting for that last wild card spot right now. But, um, and we're one of them. But given what we had to do to make this team competitive, you still have, you still can't give away your future. Just because no, you can't. There are certain players that want certain things to happen at certain times. Those certain players also need to realize that the team as it stood wasn't going to get those certain players where they wanted to go. <laughs> right. And we have to still think about the future after those certain players are gone. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And, and well, look, if, if it hasn't, if it hasn't, um, I'm not naming names. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna name names, but, but I not think the one. everybody knows who I'm talking about. I, yeah, I'm not gonna name the name you 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 you're alluding to, but uh, I, one of the deals that had to be made was because um, a certain defenseman uh, <laughs> Orlov um, wanted 
a long-term contract. And that's, we, right. we talked about this, Lorenzo and I actually talked about this last week. Uh, and it's his, it's in his purview to ask for that, especially since they've already given one out. But it just wasn't in the plans. And hopefully management has learned their lesson that they really can't go that route anymore um, because mm -hmm. it's it's tied them up and not been beneficial to them. So I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of players signed to shorter term contracts in the, you yeah, know, I, in, honestly, as it goes. I wasn't, I wasn't really truly, I truly wasn't surprised by the Orloff trade very much. Um, when I, I heard that either. they had, when, once I heard that negotiations installed, that he wanted this, they wanted that, they couldn't reach a number in the middle. I wasn't happily surprised me. That seemed to me kind of came out of nowhere, but um, I wasn't too surprised by Orlov, and and I'm happy he's doing well in Boston, and he seems to be fitting in well up there. So good for him, you know. He's in a good place, I think. Um, so, you know, same. You know, Eller, I'm not overly surprised. Gustafson surprised me. I really hope maybe we can resign him at the end of the season because he was really doing well. He was starting to kind of fill in that spot that John Carlson, um, you know, had left out, you know, so hopefully we can get him back, you know, even for a couple of years. I'm glad we signed Jensen. Uh, I'm a little surprised it was three years, but I'll take it. You know, I mean, I was, He's what thirty? How old is Jensen? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Mm, I think he's thirty-one. Um, I'm okay. gonna need to check real quick. No, no, I've got the. So um, let's see, Jensen. <clears throat> uh, birthday September twenty-first, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. He's he's coming up on uh, he's coming up he's on coming 43. up on thirty-three actually yeah. so yeah and that's so, so that'll take him that contract will take him till he's 37 um and a little right. a little beyond um so yeah kind of not happy with the term but if you think about it he will be well now that orlov's gone he is probably the best all-around defenseman the caps have and right um you can you know some of you might be might be snickering at that but you know that's i'm talking right now now two three years from now that might not be the case right um but i you know if if rasmus sandin is develops the way i think he will uh, like i said he will be more than you know even better than than ad than advertised you know, yeah. and, and what the the comment I made was this guy better be the second coming of Callie Johansson. Well, from what <laughs> I saw, he could be he could very much be Orlov, Jensen, Callie Johansson, um, yeah, and and Carlson all wrapped up in one if he develops right. right. Well, well, he's only tw well, yeah, that assumes proper coaching too. He's only twenty two, um, and I think I think it was Lachlan was saying yesterday or the day, whatever we, was it yesterday we were playing San Jose? Um, yeah. That he had, there were shades of Callie Johansson there. Yeah. The way he plays, the way his game is. So, and I see it. I mean, I remember Callie Johansson 
and he was one of my favorites. So we'll see how this guy goes. I think it'll be, I think he'll do well for us. Um, The other thing I like, well, the one thing I do like about this page is now LaViolette's hand is being forced. He has to play the young guys now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he has to, and and I know I think you and um, was it Dwayne a couple weeks ago or was it Lorenzo were talking about just throw the younger guys in and see what sticks. You know, don't worry. Yeah. You know, let the older guys rest a little bit now that you know see what the younger guys can do. I mean, not again, not giving up on the season, but it's getting to that time where we nearly need to see what we've got for next year. So, and what we're going to have down the pike. So, very true. Um, but I tell you what, he still, they were showing him walking off the ice yesterday, and he still looked pissed off and confused. <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, you want a hockey game, dude? Shouldn't you be jumping up? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, I, you know, well, this, I, I think he is we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll but, get into it in a couple minutes here, but yeah, he's, I, I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think he's very much longer for, for his current job. Uh, yeah, I think I, he knows it too. I, I think he's finally figured it out. I, I would hope. Um, so I, I mean, overall, I, I guess we're feeling okay, but I, I have to be honest. I, I was not, I was I knew it was coming but I was I was dreading the uh you know as early as 2 weeks ago what what was going to happen and uh but mm-hmm. you know the 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 morbid side of me you know I I don't know I you're hopefully you both know that that Paul Simon song uh, 50 ways to leave your lover that that song yeah. got <laughs> stuck in my head and and for you know I that, that all the stuff that could happen got mixed up uh and and I started yeah. having these these ridiculous lyrics come into my mind and uh, you know, uh, uh, get on yeah. get on the bus Gustafson uh, uh, get on the ferry Sherry yeah. uh, we got a we got a new yeah. feller for Eller uh, yeah right you're right. good well you know Stop. <laughs> I was well yeah, I was thinking but... I was thinking I was th- I don't know if you guys have heard of the catastrophes uh, on on mm-hmm. Twitter they do the song the the parody songs for all oh, the yeah, players. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, I might have something here for them to sing about. And the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, uh, shut up. You, <laughs> you, you're going to hockey hell for this. So I immediately <laughs> stopped that. But I was, I was kind of for a second there, I was considering contacting them and saying, hey, look, here's a song you can do. And like, no, no. Thankfully, I, I thought better of it. But yeah, that that's where my mind wandered. That's this is what the the how warped you can get if you follow a team for long enough. But just just right. uh, you know, kind of a scary look into my head. Um, but now that it's well, sort of over, I mean, how, how, how are you both feeling about what, what's happened so far? I'm ready to see, uh, fresh legs, uh, new, uh, you know, a new spirit, new, a new drive, new skills, whatever it takes. I think, I think it's time. Um, I, We'll go along with what you guys said. For me, the shocker was was Gus. I didn't. I thought he was going to stay, and I had kind of hoped he would. Um, but I don't know. Like I think moving forward, what we saw at the San Jose game, 
stick with it, ride with it. Let's see what happens. Let them gain chemistry and like quit messing around with the with all the lines and everything. Like it's it's time. This this team is getting older, and it's you know no one wants to accept it, but it but it's time, and we need to start bringing up, um, you know, new talent. Exactly, yeah, and 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 truth be told, it wasn't quite as painful as I expected it to be. Um, are there players I think that are still going to be gone at the end of the season? Absolutely, but. Um, for now, like Anna said, we've got these this influx of new blood. We've got the young guys up. We've got Iorio. We've got uh, Gabriel Gabriel Carlson. We've got, um, you know, Sandine. those guys. Sandine, thank you. Um, and we've got us. Uh, I don't know why I want to call him Mer, um, Miller Smith. We've got Smith. So we've got this influx of new blood and, you know, a lot of them are young. So let's see what they can do. You know, yeah. I, I'm hopeful, you know, fingers crossed. We may, we squeak in by the skin of our teeth. I'm not banking on it, quite frankly. Um, and in a lot of ways, there's a part of me that kind of is sort of deep down hoping we don't make the playoffs this year because maybe then, GMBM and, you know, Leonsis and the rest of the folks in charge will say, you know what, we really need to do something about this if we want this team to continue to be competitive. So, very, very um, true. Very, very true. Now, you, you, know, raised, you raised a good point, though, Cheryl. And uh, the what, what do they do? What do the Caps do after all this? Because technically, mm -hmm. they are still in the race for that last wild card spot. And even oh, more. I think, uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying quit and don't give up. Don't give up. I'm absolutely not saying that. I'm saying, you know, but go with what you got. Exactly. You know, let the lines develop. Build the chemistry. Put away the goddamn line blender. You know? Oh, I, I, I would agree with that. But, I, think, I, think, I think everybody's done you with know, that. I'm not saying don't go for it. I absolutely say go for it. We're still in the hunt. There's no reason we should give up. Absolutely no reason we should give up. Um, you know, is it going to happen? I don't know. Yeah, well, my, my thought on that is, uh, well, well, first of all, yes, I say go for it too, but the thing I'm afraid of is okay, you, you go for it, you put so much effort into it, and then you have somebody who's really, really hurt, like uh, Backstrom was or Tom Wilson was, and they're out for nine months, and mm -hmm. we end up missing them for like half the year again. I don't, I don't want to go through that again. I really don't. Cause that Honestly, I don't either. Nobody does. Uh, but I think, honestly, I think that, that was an anomaly. I, I mean, how often do you actually hear of teams going through that? God, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously, how often do you hear of teams where their two two of their key players miss half the season? Well, right? especially Injury. Wilson. I mean, Wilson is in. He's renowned for you know how phenomenal a shape he's in. That that shocked the hell out of me that he needed all that time to come back. And, and right. he, needed, he needed another few weeks just to get back to himself. 
And right. I, I mean, it makes you wonder what in the hell happened to him. How, how badly did, did he get hurt if that, that all is what he had to go through? I just don't want to see that happen again to anybody. No, no, and that, nobody that, does. That's, that, that's my that's my worry. But I think the only thing and uh, a bit of a nod to uh, Robbie Gross, who, uh, of course, hosts, hosts the uh, Sports on the Hill podcast. He and I were discussing this a bit. But what I think is going to end up happening is kind of the scenario that played out in the movie Any Given Sunday. I think the Caps actually will make the playoffs and um, they're going to be something of a, of a shocker team. Um, in in the first round, it's also entirely possible. Uh, yes, I might be smoking the hopium to you listening out there, but it's entirely within the realm of possibility that they'll be overlooked the first round and actually win their first round series. And then, well, I, okay, go ahead. Sorry, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. We've been together so long that I'm just like I'm just gonna jump in. I will stay. Um, I want what he's smoking. Right. Right. But, you know, but I'll say, you know, Gil, for as long as we've been doing this, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm agreeing, but here's my reasoning behind it. I felt like last night when I was frustrated with the, against the sharks, um, you know, it's like, fuck you guys are, you know, like, look at the, like, don't even, even looking at the staff of the sharks, you're just like, what the hell? It should have been like a sure thing. But as we know, nothing ever is. So I felt like they had that first period and it sucked. And we were all kind of like, you know, uh, ready to turn the game off. And whatever happened in the locker room, whomever said anything, I'm sure it wasn't Blaine. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Labs. Because um, I've always said, like, player to player is so much more powerful than, than you know, and then the coach comes in. Um but last night, or whenever it was, I I truly felt like that was a team that was having fun. And I think yeah. that's what the Capitals, they need to go back to who cares about playoffs, who cares about records, who cares about this or that or whatever. Go out there, no strings, you know, like no, no stress, no whatever. Just go fucking play the game and have fun. And, right. and when that, they drop all that, we see the koozie goals. We see, you know, uh, shit, OV with two and Smith with two. And it's like, yeah, and it, it takes the pressure off of Kemp. Or, you know, it's just like there's so many things that go along with it. But I just think they just have to go into this playoffs not with no expectations. Just, just go in, you know, or not. <laughs> but right out the rest of the season, like, we're going to come in and we're going to play, but we're, but we're not going to put so much stress on ourselves because when you do that, you overthink it. Then you're yes. overthinking plays and you're not playing 60 minutes and you're overshooting or you're trying to get pretty or you're trying to get to it. Just let it go. Like who gives a shit? We're not going to be at Boston's level <laughs> at any rate. Um, so just go out there and do what you guys do best. And I, and I think that's what we would like truly see um, like some kick-ass caps hockey that we all love, regardless if they, you know, how far they make it or, or they don't make it, but they just need to stick with the lines i i agree like uh your blender statement cheryl i think is brilliant um 
and like listening last night, like, I don't know how many times you guys paid attention to, to Locker, but his comments and the amount of times that he said Eorio was um, really kind of, you know, got piqued my interest last night because you know, young, I mean, shit, I think he's like, what, 20? Um, yeah. But he kept saying his name and over and over and over again. And I thought, well, you know, like he's obvi- obviously knows a hell of a lot more than I do. But um, when he's got his eye on somebody and, and, you know, here's this kid who's 20, why not? Like, let these kids, like, let the kids and the vets play, find their chemistry right out the season and then let them play, uh, you know, in the off season together to just enhance that chemistry, um, which sounds like a, you know, cheesy lifetime Christmas Hallmark movie kind of thing. But it's like, get that chemistry going. And that's what we need. And right now it's like, should they play what they did in San Jose? I'm all for it. Leave the lines as they are. Well, play Absolutely. yeah, play like you got nothing to lose. Because we don't. Why not? And, and I even put there last night, and I know I felt like I was being kind of snarky, but I wanted 96 to do something. <laughs> I have wanted Obey Cabal to freaking do that, something. And I was like, come on. buy a freaking goal, man. Right? He finally got one. And holy I mean, shit, like, did he ever step up his game? So I don't know who was holding him back from before, but I I was like, okay, 96, like, this is what I want to see. I, I know he's a hothead. The potential is sick. It's there. I know it is. The drive is there. But it's like, okay, so whatever happened moving forward, 96, like, you're on you're on my good list. Like, you're on notice, kid. Totally. Let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah a, a, we, a, absolutely. I I had my I he's kind of been I've waffled on him. Um, I it kind of turned me off when he knocked the heck out of that guy. His one of his yeah. first games yeah. for us. And, and then without, uh, what was yeah. But yeah, that kind of turned me off to him a little bit. He's growing on me. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as many times as he's had breakaway chances and stuff, and that poor kid just couldn't buy a flipping goal. But the other night, he just went in. He didn't think. He just flipped it in the goal, and it was like, yes, finally. Yes. But, yeah, exactly. go out there. Have fun. I've said it before. This is something you guys have been doing most of your lives. You have been playing hockey. And, you know, you know how to play hockey. Just go out and play hockey. You know, don't think about Gretzky. Don't think about the playoffs. Don't think about who the next man up is don't think about just go out and play hockey and exactly if you and and as i and and what was it when you see a chance take it right yeah i think (laughs) my new theme song is that what you said Gil? (laughs) a couple weeks ago you know if the shot's there take it but you gotta you know and somebody hopefully now that they figured out how to crash the net will be there to get that rebound and knock it in you know, mm-hmm. and that that's good. as far as their offense without Carlson, as far as their offense goes, that's the way they're going to have to play it from mm-hmm. from here from here on out. And you know, 
look, if, if you've been watching hockey enough, you know that that can wear on you. Now, fortunately, there's only, well, 18 games to go in the regular season plus whatever happens in the playoffs. So right. we're not really talking about that long a stretch. So they can kind of afford to lay it all out there for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. And I, I kind of hope they do. I'm just a little scared of what, you know, the the that worst case scenario consequence. But like you said, Cheryl Ann, the the odds of that happening again hold hopefully, you know, not you know not not, not too very close. Good. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's uh, start to wind it up here. I think we addressed all of the questions from Anna's query. Um, Tom asked, "Do we extend Lavi?" I think we've answered that. Um, mm-hmm. Answer from no. all three of us is no, no. Um, and uh, so the last one I think we haven't discussed is Doug's question. Uh, so he says, we start last week with only one defenseman signed for next season. Now we have a little better understanding of what we may see. Given the moves and call-ups last night, what do you think our top six may look like going into next season? And second part of the question, do you see a big move still in the offseason? Um, I'll give my answer really quickly here. Uh, Iorio, as much as I like what I saw, I don't think he's ready for full-time duty yet. I think he's going to see maybe 20 games next year up with a big club. Um, but he'll crack the lineup for sure in 2025. Uh, so I think he's going to yeah. split time with Hershey. Alexeyev, Sandine, um, they are the de facto future of the Caps Blue Line Corps. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to re-sign TVR. Um, in fact, I kind of hope, hope they, they do. Because they they bring, he, bring, he brings a lot of stability, and he can cover the bottom six minutes, and he's, he's enough of a veteran presence. Um, maybe they reach out to Gustafson since you know he clicked. Uh, we get Carlson back, of course. And and Jensen Hopefully. and that yeah there's there's your top six right there, is 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 those guys but uh, yeah I I think the future's definitely set with Alexeyev, uh, Sandine and I, I forgot the other Carlson Gabriel Carlson um, yeah I, I think he fits in well too um, yeah so uh, it, we forget we forget about him because <laughs> he has the same last name but he was actually an ex first rounder, ex first round pick. And uh, speaking right. of former first-round picks, Sandine, that Tom Gobble pointed this out to me. Sandine was picked three picks ahead of Alexeyev in the same draft, in the same oh. round. Okay. So if you think about it, he's definitely on that level. So we we now have two, probably the two best defensemen in that draft class. If you yeah. think about it, so future's looking good. Um, big move in the off season. Mm, I don't know. I think I don't think they should go for a big move unless it's for a true number one defenseman. If they feel like they need it, because you don't know how much longer Carlson has, or a, a, mm. a, another depth forward that can get you twenty, thirty goals a year. If they're going to make a big move, it should be for something like that. I don't see them yeah. doing it though. I see them saving some money. Yeah, they're going to have to, I think, um, especially if and when Carlson does come back. Um, so I don't know how. I mean, I, I was there the night he got hit, and it was bad. Um, 
So I know he's been skating on his own. I don't know any more than that. Have you guys heard anything more? Um, no. Mm-mm. No, not really, but um, Mrs. Blue Light. Did... Go ahead. I was going to say he was at the hockey games this weekend because there were pictures of him and Holt Beast on Facebook. Yeah, and, and the uh, he but... was working with a specialist um, on the ice a, a, a couple weeks ago. The latest, the latest word is that he'll be evaluated again towards the end of this month which to me okay. sounds like they're probably going to end up shutting him down for this year if, if it's that yeah. bad because there's only two and no, a half they weeks. would have to yeah there yeah. are only two three yeah. weeks left in the season after that so right uh, and, and mrs and even... did a little csi uh and said uh well hey look um that that on that picture with holtby that you were just talking about yeah. Uh, yeah. she said if you look close enough and she's had training as a nurse, so I'm going to have to trust her opinion. But she said, if you look close enough, you can see the tiny little scars where they sewed his ear back on. Um, Ugh, again, sorry really. to be morbid, but. No. All right. Now I got to go find the picture. Now, you know, I'm going to find that picture. Right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, well, think, think, uh, think, um, uh, sorry to bring this up mermaid but i think anna's accident from a few months back oh my god not nearly as bad (laughs) thankfully oh my god because like a puck to the ear me being stupid and slipping over a power cord um hurt like hell though (laughs) mine was mine was nothing but um yeah his was oh yeah God. Yeah, it's like it, his ear didn't all the way come off, but you can no. see there's a pretty big no. scar there. No, yeah. but it was it was dangling like TJ Oshi on the power play. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you can see a pretty big scar there. Yeah, if you zoom Oof. in on it. So yeah. Holpe still looks hot though. But like, anyway. <laughs> oh well, when does Holpe not I mean, look hot? I mean, you come know. on. Like at first when I was like, is this an old picture? And then I was like, no, god damn. Anywho, I digress. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's not I don't know about like a, well, I, I can't speak to Holtby's hotness. Um Yes, you can. Come it, on. Not really. Um yeah. but uh I mean it it's always great to see a Holtz in town. I hope eventually he decides to go into coaching and be, becomes a goalie coach. I can see him doing that. Oh, that would be amazing. That and would that, be awesome. I, to I would love. Yes. He he is exactly what we need. Yes. In a goalie coach. Zen. He could take all that stuff he learned from Mitch Corn and pass it on. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I would like to see him in maybe something of a, a development role in, in that regard. I think that that'd be a good move. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if he's officially retired yet or what his plans are. But you know, maybe he could be something of a consultant or or something like that. Uh, because yeah, he's he's got a wealth of experience and and he obviously knows what it takes. So I, I think I think that'd be that that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'm I, look for the first time in a while, I'm feeling pretty good about this team. And yeah, like, like the both of you said, you know, play like you got nothing to lose, let it all hang out there, have fun. And whatever happens, happens. You know, we, we look, we've all got our expectations kind of changed because we know what's what now. 
but yeah, if they, if, if they just, you know, just play like we know how they can play, then I, I think things will be fine. I think it'll be it, at the very mm-hmm. least, as long as it's fun to watch. So exactly. As long as they leave it all out on the ice, I'm good. No matter what happens. Yep. Yep. It's when they play like they did the first period yesterday is what I have a problem. Yeah. 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 Over that, that's thinking, true. Over trying, over shooting. It was just like, oh my God. Or not even shooting. Yeah. Well, thinking, yeah. thinking so yeah. much, oh, yeah. thinking so much that you end up doing nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, I think okay. that's what they were doing too much of. And then they just decided F it and just went for it. And you saw the difference. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the infusion of the new guys and the young blood is going to help them continue to do that in the oh, long heck run. Yeah. Heck yeah. Once they once they flipped you know. the switch in the second period, they were literally a different team and they, they had yeah. they had some jump to their game. That was that that was great yeah. to see. I, I think that's definitely gonna work for them. Yeah. So All I'm right, excited. So, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. As am I. Uh and I, I think this is the first time Caps have had Caps fans have had something to be excited about in in a, a while because I mean they've been playing barely five hundred hockey and you know I they may not end up with a record much better than that, but again, it'll at least be you know good to watch this time. They'll look more competitive anyway, I think. Absolutely. All right. So I think this is a good place to wind it all up, uh, unless either one of you uh, had some additional thoughts, something else you wanted to put out there? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, okay. So uh, again, this first week of Women's History Month, so we are celebrating the um, women's Caps fans everywhere, and hockey fans everywhere, of course. So if uh, you're listening and uh, you're in the state of Maryland, District of Columbia, or the Commonwealth of Virginia, um, or anywhere for that matter, and uh, you want to come on the show, talk Caps hockey with us, then we would love to hear from you. Now, next week, we have a spot reserved for a, uh, a very special guest. And uh, Anna knows who it is. And uh, C4, I'll tell you off the air. Um, okay. But um, this, this will be by far uh, our, our biggest person that, that, that we've had. I just confirmed with them uh, that they'll, they'll be on uh, with us next week. Um, but Ooh. yeah, I, I, uh, I am absolutely over the moon that, uh, this person <laughs> decided to come on our, our little show and, and grace us with their presence. But, um, now I'm intrigued. Yeah. Obviously it being, well, women's hockey, uh, or history month, uh, it, it is, uh, it is a, 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 a woman and, uh, a significant <laughs> one in the world of hockey, at least around here anyway. And I hope I haven't given away with that. But, uh, yes, we will have her on next week to ca- talk Caps hockey with us. And uh, I, I can't wait. But, um, yeah, if you're if you're a fan of the Caps out there, please, please get a hold of us. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, my personal email is G-L-H-A-L-L-O-W-E-D at Yahoo.com. Um, at B-L-U-L-I-N-E-R 98. Um, Anna is uh, at Anox49 on Twitter. And uh, uh, what's your Instagram handle again? Aquinox forty nine. Aquinox forty nine on Instagram. I heard, am I hardly ever on Twitter? I have to be honest. I've sort of like stepped away from it a little bit, but I'm, I'm sure it'll tell me if somebody. I kind of, I kind of don't blame you for that. Cause, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, get a hold of one of us if uh, you want to come on the show and have your say. We have an open door policy. Uh, if you're a Caps fan, um, of course, again, you're you're uh, you're a woman. You want to have your say. Jump on the show, talk to us. So uh, we can't wait. Um, all right. So for C4 and the Mermaid Anna Knox, this is the Blue Liner on Point, and hopefully you'll uh, catch us this week and next week for our podcasts. And uh, reminding you that Here we go. <laughs> well, okay. So we all know the economy still kind of stinks. So um, I'm not the only one who struggled with losing their job recently and getting one back. There was this friend of mine, uh, this guy I knew, uh, guy, he was actually uh, got laid off from his job uh, working for the government, kind of a, an agent behind the scenes. Uh, not sure if he was a super spy or anything like that, but something kind of secretive, if you know what I mean. Well, he turned out okay. He parlayed his skills into another job. He actually an, ended up becoming a pharmacist. So everything worked out for him because now he's got a license to fill. Tell. No. Boy, it must have been bad. I get no reaction from either one of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, Gil. <laughs> Sorry. Anna, I tried. I was literally <laughs> biting my lip. <laughs> it's fine. I know. It, it's fine. Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. <laughs> let's go, Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.